0: Log Talk
1: Radio. I have an emergency. What is your location?
0: good morning. Indeed, there is a war, and we've been in it already this morning, just trying to get to you guys. So let's pray. Father God, we thank you for correcting the technical difficulties, for prevailing against our enemy, Lord God. We thank you, Jesus, that this is a war on every level and every dimension, and we'd be foolish not to acknowledge that. But we must acknowledge our Savior, Redeemer, Healer, the one who gives us hope and strength. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for our sins, for paying the full death penalty that was required of us by the evil one. Thank you, Lord God, that you have established your kingdom. Your kingdom come. Your will be done, O God, on earth, in and through us this very day, as it's being done and declared in heaven, Lord God. And I thank you for each one who, let, who remains upon the earth, uh, a valiant warrior in the army of God, that you'd encourage their hearts this day with wisdom and provision Father God, that we would not turn to the right or to the left, but we would continue to worship and honor you and serve you and look to you, Father. We thank you for your provision. We thank you that you've given us power over all the power of the enemy, that you've given us the power to bind, to loose, and to forgive. Lord, I thank you, Lord God, for giving us divine promises and protection and the promise that no weapon formed against us, no weapon formed against us, will prosper, that no word said, no deed done, no action taken will be able to be used by the enemy to bring forth shame trouble reproach delay hindrance or his kingdom but that your work and your will through us will be done keep us in your health give us eyes to see ears to hear heart to receive the revelation of instruction and in your truth which brings freedom cover us not only in our health and safety in our traveling our vehicles and our finances which you often and always do but cover us now in the continuation and the completion of the ministries and the things to which you have called us, Father God. We thank you that you come now with giving us wisdom as we speak uh, in this subject matter how to how do we keep our children safe. And Father, we thank you also for Karen, our delightful guest today. Hi Karen. Karen Steen Finch, how Hi, are you Margie. today?
1: I'm doing great.
0: Yeah. We do great in spite of what the enemy tries to do to us, isn't that true? We just he just gets so irked that he can't irk us and so <laughs> That's really good. Well, our topic today, how do we keep our children safe? I know our children are absolutely the most precious, and grandchildren included, of course, most precious, precious things on the earth. And as Betty Mull said, the only thing you can take with you to heaven is people. She died and (laughs) came alive again, and that was what she saw and realized when she went to heaven and came back to life. Um, She was dead for about 28 minutes back in the day. Um, Only thing you can take to heaven is people, but now I know a lot of people... Are on this earth for a duration of time Before of course we get to go to heaven And some of them are in very bad shape Very dangerous situations And some of the situations that are really dangerous uh, Incredibly uh, diabolical and un- But they're undetect- undetected It's like radon in your house or You don't re- detect it You don't realize you're living in the midst of Carbon monoxide or something And that is how uh, What's happening with our children And not only in their um, Health but their nutrition and their, um, their daily upkeep, their environments. So can you kind of help us to understand where we're going to start with this huge and very precious topic how do, concerning about our, our children, how do we keep them safe?
1: Well, you brought up a very good point, Margie, in that many times we don't see it. It's unseen, and we must learn to listen to the Holy Spirit and to what God has for us, and recognize, yeah. recognize that walking in truth, and how we walk in that, and how we walk in truth is through obedience. And sometimes, excuse me, sometimes that obedience is the toughest thing that we'll ever do, submitting to God. Well, you know, the thing is, uh, I trust
0: it, Proverbs three is a very good and very popular verse. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. You're talking about obedience. Um, But the the seventh and eighth verse say this. Do not be wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. It's interesting how God connects health and strength, strong bones, health, to not only obedience, but prior to obedience is understanding. He says, trust in the Lord. Don't lean to your own understanding. I think before we can obey we have to understand, and I think what you're going to talk to us about today is understanding some of the basic principles of health, nutrition, uh, sound advice in, in children, raising children, watching children, watching over children. So, and Jesus even talked about it. If you don't understand what's going on, if you don't observe it and you can't obey, if you don't understand, and then you can't be aware of awareness understanding help us to get to the place where we make a decision to be
1: take make a a decision or determination to do this or that that is true margie but there are times we don't understand what's going on and we truly have to trust so we just are are trusting today that hearts will be opened and minds will be Mm open to to the truth and to be able to hear what god has for you today because as we help our children and our grandchildren, of course we help ourselves. However, not putting ourselves ahead of the big picture here. Yeah. <laughs> and the gift, you know, health is a gift. And at one time, we could take that gift for granted. These days, we have to take care of that gift <laughs> on a very vigilant Yeah, we
0: have, we have to fight for the gift.
1: To we keep, do. We have
0: to fight for it because we don't understand that. The offense against that gift and the stealing of health, because if people aren't healthy, if their children are sick, then you're all consumed and distracted and your whole life becomes about regaining health.
1: And you as a parent or a grandparent, if you don't have your strength and your health, Mm -hmm. it's hard to enjoy. It's hard to be a part of. It's hard to take part because what. We see a lot of times these days is mom and dad can't wait to walk in with the deli food or the fast food, put it on the table. Dad goes to his man's cave or mm-hmm. mom goes here and uh, they sit down and watch a movie or escape. Mm-hmm. Somehow some are escaping and alcohol and drugs. It, it just depends on what that is. And it's very chaotic out there. However, we that are interested in these topics and and those that are really wanting to know, some have really begun already oh, sure. and they may be pretty far down the road. So we want to offer to everyone today that it begins in our heart and it begins in our mind and we will create our child's patterns by our example, it really doesn't matter a whole lot what we say. Yes, when they're little, it does for a while, but what they learn and what they, I uh, want to say, repeat or imitate mm-hmm. is what we do. When mom, and, mom or dad won't eat their vegetables, guess what? Junior's not going to like vegetables right. in almost all all the cases, not always, but they'll say, no, he doesn't eat vegetables because his dad doesn't eat vegetables or because mom does this because they think that's the way it is. And they think, well, that's how mom and dad do it. So we're going to lead them Mm -hmm. mainly by example. So that means we've got to get are ducks, Act in a row. <laughs> Act together, ducks in a row. Yeah, ducks yeah. in a row to where we're going to begin. So the very first element of course is the spiritual and above all else, because even this Margie is temporary. Uh we're here temporarily and the true healing is at the spiritual level. Right. So even though I was uh, nine years old when we began to live a fully healthy life. We were quite healthy before that on the farm, raising a lot of our food, but we really went into it on a bigger, deeper level at nine years old. So most of my life and then my children were raised the same way. And yet, even though we've been raised with so many good things and with God, the battle for our children's souls and our grandchildren's souls, whether it's drugs or it's alcohol or whatever, when they're little, you don't see that coming. You see this right. sweet baby, this sweet spirit, and you and you may wish. I hope that baby doesn't have to grow up in in this tough mm-hmm. world. Uh, however, more than likely, we we are the ones who help to have them prepared and trained in a gentle, loving way. So, above all else, even though health is very important in my life. Mm-hmm the number one thing I pray for my children and grandchildren is that they will love the Lord God with all of their heart, that that will be their number one thing. Because when that is the number one over even parents and grandparents, then, then God can speak and there can be obedience. That's the number one thing in the true healing. The next thing is we begin at home. Mm -hmm. Mother Teresa said that if you want to change the world, go home and love your family and how we do that by loving our family is giving them our time and attention. Yes. So that means preparing meals together. That means sitting down and having a meal. That means slowing down. That might mean giving up even a group at church that might be mm-hmm. giving up some sports. Yeah. That might be, it can be some tough decisions, right. but to sit down as a family hear about the good and the bad, allow your children to talk, have fun, eat good food to nourish their minds, their spirits, and their
0: bodies. Yes, so many people today have such tight schedules, especially when their children are home, infants, toddlers, you know, into school, and then they have the sports and the commitments and this and that, especially if you're in sort of an intact family, you will have a lot of those kinds of commitments you can be chauffeuring your children here and there and and the schedules get very hectic around supper evening time I mean it's just like you're almost overwhelmed it's with, almost
1: non-existent right for time
0: yeah because back in the day when I was a kid anyway we didn't and we weren't involved in sports nothing happened after three thirty or 4 you got picked up from school rode home on the bus and that was the end of your day with any homework. of that sort of thing and it was homework and chores chores and and the, and there was a supper time. There's always a supper time, and that I think that anchored us in kind of a routine, a schedule. Um, so we knew what was coming, we knew what was expected, we knew what was next. The bedtime was pretty regular. You know, the bowl of ice cream before before bedtime. That was there. I mean, it was just kind of like everything was kind of. And even though that may seem boring, it was very securing. It kept me uh, feeling
1: like I'm I'm I know what's going to happen next kids need that, Margie. They need a plan. They need a system and they need a schedule. So how the moms refer to it now, young moms, and we're speaking not just to families here that have a mom and a dad. We're speaking to single dads. We're Mm -hmm. speaking with single moms, which makes it even more challenging between doctor appointments or sports and holding down a job. Mm -hmm. Um, So we want to make it where you can begin where you are, where you're at, and with simple steps. However, it's very important to have a rhythm. And that because there's rhythms in life, and anything alive has a rhythm. And the young moms refer to this rather as a rhythm than a consistency or maybe a schedule mm-hmm. from what I'm learning from them, because I learned so much more from you than you probably learned from me in just interacting and community. And with that rhythm is having a rhythm uh, that they can count on. Saturday might be different. Mm -hmm. Sunday could be different. It probably will be, but that (laughs) they know, they maybe even like to know what is for, where you can tell we're from the farm because we say country supper, Uh, dinner that evening. um, They might want to know that. And here's what it comes down to is what you're saying about, oh, this could be boring or not. We're We don't all have to be adrenaline junkies and run on adrenaline all the time, Um, this adrenaline nation, as one book refers to it. Yes, there is mundane things to do. It is the preparation. For those of you that are painters out there, for example, you can spend days prepping a house, taping, getting the plastic down, Mm -hmm. doing all of the work, and you can spray that baby inside or out in an hour or two and I think all this work but it's the same thing in being prepared with what's in your refrigerator first of all your list what you're going to buy or grow or exchange at the farmer's market what you're going to have prepared don't you wish sometimes like your kitchen could be like a subway where it's (laughs) all put in little dishes Mm -hmm. and it's all ready to go that okay now we're going to make our sandwiches you know you can do things like that on a smaller scale and kids love to cook they love to learn they love to be a part yep it makes it more challenging it's more messy well the but re- it's so worth it well the reason kids love to
0: cook because it's a grown-up activity and I think kids love to do anything that's grown up whether it's baking cookies or messing in the kitchen they just want to be grown up and that's kind of a motivation for them so but you know going back to um, tedious I think people uh, boring non-instant tedious Uh, That is not the generation that we're looking at now. We came from a generation that grew up on chores, tedious, and work, and routines, and the daily grind, and we learned to get through it, and actually routines are helpful because they get you through that part where you can then get to the fun part, which is being creative, sitting down, reading a book, taking a walk, doing whatever, but nowadays people are totally looking at their lives totally differently, way more entitled to the fun, the desserts first, if you will, or maybe the dessert, dessert only. But and I'm not cr- trying to judge or criticize if those. It, it's the way that you were set up. It's the way you're, what you experienced the So now we have these mothers who are kind of having to be non-selfish, very involved fathers as well. Um, sometimes they're doing the part for two spouses. They're doing both sides of that uh, parenting act. And that's huge, it's big, it's exhausting. And plus they have to go to work all day or whatever they have to do. And so getting into the kitchen at night or thinking ahead of what you're going to have to, to eat, it's just like your brain is just, I can't, I don't, even know what to, I don't even know what to make for supper. I mean, I have that many times myself and I have freezers full of food. And I don't know, What am I going to make for supper?
1: You kind of get burnt out on it. The thing is, even talking here with young people who are going to be parents, who are parents or even if you're older and now you're raising a family or a second family, the thing is, is that we might want to hang with our friends or we might want to be selfish. But the most important thing other than teaching your children to love Jesus is giving them time. Time is more precious than any Thing, Any other new toy Any new mm-hmm. iPad Any new whatever it is They think they want or are asking for It's time to slow down It's time to get out papers and pencils And be creative It's time to play games Because in that activity And in that connection Is when you really learn about your child And you can teach them so many things mm-hmm. That they need to know about Being respectful Not lying or cheating to win a game being on these electronics all of the time because of the health results of that. And Margie, we're just getting started today and kind of covering general topics, Mm -hmm. general topics, because as we do this series, the next coming weeks, then we are going to get more in depth about what's really happening out there, what's happening to our children's health and what to do about it and give you websites and resources. So number one is being aware And with doing that, I'd like to start with something that's very current right now because as of just this last week, the FDA pulled off 18 ingredients off the market that is in, has been in, very toxic antibacterial soaps. That our children are using many times a day, especially if they're in daycare, because Mm -hmm. state funded daycares, for example, and uh, organized daycares usually are required by the state that they have certain toxic soaps, along with how many times your children washes your hands. I know this firsthand experience Mm -hmm. and. What we did in this case was we made our own soaps and you can buy them that had liquid silver in them along with essential oils that are scientifically proven to take care of the bacteria Mm -hmm. much more effectively. And it doesn't damage the children's and yourself if you're doing it at work and in public places Mm -hmm. that damages the nerves, the nervous system and the cells in the brain. It actually kills brain cells and causes damage in the body. And then you wonder why your children, is, why they're having a tantrum or why they're hyperactive mm-hmm. when you come to pick them up from school or daycare. Well, you know, that, that that's kind of interesting because isn't it true that whatever you put
0: on your skin, whether it's the soap or shampoo or whatever you're using uh, for baby products for yourself is is goes into your bloodstream is it within 90 seconds is it it's found in every organ within 27 seconds that's a cr- incredible i mean if you're spraying sunscreen or mosquito spray or perfume oh 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 everything i mean even those little uh room deodorizer things that people oh, plug in there they're Get rid of that wicked. garbage yeah it is wicked you, you know what and, and we are so sedated seduced and deceived into believing this is good healthy positive because everybody else is doing it you know what get back to the ba- here's how I kind of look at it how did God create it in the first place did he have room de- deodorizers in every room and did he you know want us to you know do all that and uh, but you know what's what's wrong with just plain old soap and water to wash your hands with it is if it's a
1: good soap that's great um, you' said something about mineral soap silver or something. What is that? Well, liquid silver, for example, most people would know it by colloidal silver, Mm, but it's been advanced now to a pH balanced silver. And it in throughout history has been used For its antibacterial Antiviral properties And it goes clear back Into Bible times, Roman times Where they put the coins in the water To inhibit the bacteria Up to uh, within our last century Of farmers putting coins In the big milk canister To preserve the milk Till the milkman could get it Or they could be processed And throughout World War I Johnson & Johnson has used it in the bandages Uh, The wealthy families would not get as sick or be as affected by the plagues because they ate off a silver silverware, which you can do Mm -hmm. if grandma has gifted you possibly with a silver set or you want to look on rummages and even get a few mismatched pieces. It's very important that the entire family is using silver silverware and stirring their milk, their tea, their water with silver because it will help you stay well. And there's these little tips we want to teach young and old Margie over the time that We are working together now and about these common sense things, because some of us save the silver silverware because, oh, it's, you know, a family, it's very heirloom. It is, but we need to be using it. We need to get these gifts and treasures out. And we Mm -hmm. need to put them to use to protect our family. So liquid silver can be added to uh, the soap as far as if you buy a healthy soap, make sure it's healthy. Or if you want to make your own. And now essential oils are the most popular thing on the Uh market. You can add your essential oils because almost all of them are antibacterial, antiviral, especially your cloves and your different ones. And you can add some pretty scents to that, like lavender. See, God gave us flowers. They're Mm -hmm. beautiful. We love the scent. Mm -hmm. We love to look at them. They're comforting. And when they are alive, those flowers have a rhythm. They have a frequency. Mm -hmm. And so we, we smell them. Or as such as and now essential oils are made in concentrated powerful little
0: isn't it you know i'm just thinking as you i've got some perennials out there and every week there's a different set that blooms so all summer long mm. we have different colors different i colors. noticed
1: them out the window and
0: i'm thinking you know they're praising god their colors are vibrant their frequencies are great and so when they they when we crush them and bring out the oils Actually, what they have done is spent their whole life praising God so that they could get the right vibrations, frequencies to enhance our dejected uh, frequencies that are kind of like going down because we have to be within a certain range of vibrations and frequencies to be in health. And so your essential oils, basically, a lot of them, like you said, are spices or flowers or whatever. I can see where that would actually be because they've taken the time to praise God and gather the nutrients, gather the vibrations, and then we apply them to our bodies or, you know, take
1: them in. That, to me, makes sense. It really does. There's a brand new book out that talks about the essence of Jesus and his life, and it goes through and how oils were so yeah. involved. And He talks about the rose of Sharon, the lily of the valley. All, these are flowers. I mean, you know, it's yeah. Yes, and I think you're thinking of the biblical by Bible oils and the mm-hmm. spiritual connection, but this brand-new book will get the name for you. It is a, just the cover alone with the cross and the life of Jesus and the essential oils. It um, it makes so much sense, Margie. We go back to the soil. We go back to what God has given mm-hmm. us Other, rather than these toxic plug-ins and candles yeah. that yeah, not only is too. Yeah. interrupting up Interrupting the hormone balance of the child and of you. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually give the body what God has given us that brings these vibrations because even these flowers are made into flower essences mm-hmm. that actually are um, designed to put under the tongue. So we're talking about two different things here. Mm-hmm. Your, your essential Oil oils and can, be, okay. can be put under the tongue if they are designated as a vital nutrition. We cannot be putting on our skin what we're putting under our tongue, according to the FDA. Not according to God, but according to the FDA. So they're just called in different categories. But there's flower essences that actually help to bring about healthy emotions. And these emotions, Margie, as you know... And our thoughts are all connected to our physical health right. and to our mental health yes. and to our spiritual health. Well, I've even heard that people who like uh, run daycares or people who
0: are like maybe they're teachers for the, uh, the challenged mm-hmm. children will, you know, have some of these diffusers plugins ins in their own classrooms to
2: calm
1: them, to calm them down. Mm-hmm. And it actually seems to work. I do it for myself, Margie, even when I'm working. And when we smell it, it's the most powerful way in the body because the shortest distance to the brain is through the nose. And that's why you remember smells because mm-hmm. our cells have memories. And that's why some cells, Smells are very offensive, and others you're just like,
0: they also, oh, that
1: reminds me of my grandma. That triggers, Rose,
0: exactly, you know? because smells and the, the olfactory gland ends up being right next to the, the emotional the, um, places where the, the emotions brain. are stored in the brain, and that's why a smell will trigger a bad
1: or a good memory. So, And i really like to talk to grandparents here for a moment, because we don't realize our influence at times. Just recently, I was sitting in a in a sauna out in Montana, and God just opens up these conversations. And someone had brought an essential oil into the sauna, and it it just smelled wonderful. And I believe uh, we've had peppermint, we've had eucalyptus, different things. And this young man starts talking to me about his grandma and about how their relationship and sitting down and having a homemade cookie, how she'd make cookies for him. And he was the only grandchild that would take the time and come and do that with his grandma. And what a precious gift that was for him. And this other young man opens up and says, you know, my grandma loved raising geraniums. Mm. And anytime I smell geraniums and about the smell of their grandma's house. And these are these young men that are, Buffed, strong Montana men, Mm -hmm. outdoorsmen, and they are sitting and I was so glad to just have my eyes closed to listen to them talk with me about how they love their grandma, and how they love their grandpa and what they did with them. And when we take the time to take that time with our grandchildren, even though it may take them a bit calm down, mm-hmm. we can do so many good things for them. You know, that connection of food is the and, yeah. Rela- and yeah, it's peaceful. And sometimes every time my grandkids get in my van and we go to take off, Sometimes they're asleep before we back out of the driveway because they have their own pillows, their own blankets, and they know this is a safe place. It's peaceful. And wherever we go, it's going to be okay. And that we're, you know what, we're going to have good food too. We're going to stop and get some peaches and we're going to put honey on it instead of sugar. And we're going to get out and play because we're not just going to go plop them in front of another movie Mm -hmm. with another junk food where they're hitting each other over the head when they need to be out playing and Mm -hmm. hitting the ball and wrestling. That is the next point. We are keeping our kids too clean. Oh, I just read another article this morning. Of how, and we'll give you these statistics in one of our next programs. uh, The statistics on asthma and all of these things. You see, the superbugs are growing, and they're growing stronger Mm -hmm. because we're overusing antibiotics. And because and and our soaps are antibacterial. Oh, and and we are keeping our children too clean, and that's why it's so important that they get out and they play in the mud and they play in the dirt. But here's where you have to get really tricky and aware: Uh is are you putting sprays on your grass at home to make it look great and keep the dandelions out? You can't turn the kids out in mm-hmm. that to play in that. And then you go to the park and we're just going to the park. And boom, the dandelions have just been dead for a day. Oh, guess what? We can't roll in this grass. It's kind of sad that. Because... Or they've sprayed for the mosquitoes. and. Oh, yes. I want to tell you a story uh, of what happened once with my daughters. My daughters are now 35 31 and 29 and so they're growing up and I have grandchildren so I'm not just speaking with you from a book or what I think I know Mm -hmm. I just real life experiences because it's truth what we're all about Margie Mm -hmm. and we want people to be able to be aware and so some people think how come you're so into health or where where do you come up with this stuff it's because we've experienced it so we were in Sioux Falls South Dakota visiting my mom And she was at an apartment complex and guess what? They had a swimming pool. Yes, we know they put chemicals in and yes, you have to be careful and some kids break out from that. And there are things you can do before and after. However, okay, the girls are going to get to swim, the three girls and they're small, they're grade school going into junior high. And they were where I could keep an eye on them, but yet they could have a little freedom. They were, Mm -hmm. they were safe. And something told me, no, go out there, walk toward the pool. You know, we know that's the Holy spirit. We Mm -hmm. can say that gut feeling or whatever that Mm -hmm. is that connection with Mm -hmm. our, when your gut and your mind and your spirit agree, you are right on. Listen to that. So it was like, no head toward the pool. So I'm partway toward the pool. And as I'm headed toward the pool, the pool man is walking at a good pace with two, five gallon buckets. Oh, no. And I realized, I realized, oh, my word, those are chemicals, and he's going to put them in the pool. My girls were in the water, and it was a small pool. And I had taught my girls that to listen and to obey. If we ever said to one another, stop, you stopped right there. Go. You go, because it could save a life right Mm -hmm. at that moment, right? mm -hmm. You don't question, oh, why should I do that? Mm -hmm. I said, girls. Get out of the water. And you know what he had said to him, them? And I don't know that I heard it, but April told me later. He said, hey, girls, this will turn your hair green. And he dumped straight Clorox, five gallons, two buckets in the pool. Had I not done that, Margie, they could have died. And I'm not being a dra- being drama. I'm not <laughs> being uh, dr- yeah, dramatic as far as the fear of it, but it would have been dramatic. Had they stayed in the water, they don't even do that anymore where they put it straight in the water. Um, And so you think of events like that. So be aware. Me as a parent these days, my children would go nowhere without me. And this is how it is with my grandchildren. You don't let them alone with the dentist. You don't let them alone with the doctor. And you don't let them alone with the counselor. You make sure that you're there with them because our children have to be protected. Mm-hmm. And that is one really important thing these days mm-hmm. is we experienced this
2: mm-hmm. and my
1: grandchildren just experienced it recently, where it's very important to have on file with the school verbally and written that there will be no testing done on your children Without your written consent. You remember in the old days they'd yeah. come to the country school and they'd do the fluoride test on your teeth. Yeah. And you'd have that fluoride in your you know, your mm-hmm. teeth turn red? Oh fun. We were killing brain cells. Then they'd come yeah. and do the T B test, um, and the hearing test. Now with the psychological evaluations that are going on, mm-hmm. and with how the uh, healthcare wants to profile people, yes, you profile. do not, you do not want them profiling your children. You do not want any test or any shot given, even in an epidemic, that you as a parent aren't not just verbally, but have written that it's okay to do that. They must check with you on everything. I mean, we have to be so vigilant and so aware. Because Margie. they do kind of herd the, the, the people through
0: the children through hoping the parents won't raise any kind of resistance to it uh, because the parents are so busy just doing the other parts of life. But you're absolutely right. And it takes it takes paying, being atten- paying attention, being aware of what's going on in school. They, they oftentimes will send home some little thing that they hope or it's probably going to get lost in the shuffle of papers and backpacks that you'll never even know what's going on. So it's really important. I know nowadays though, there is kind of a, a link with the schools. They usually have an email or a, you know, a website or something where people can kind of stay in touch, but you're absolutely right. And there's even been laws and things, the the infringement through vaccinations and through, um, you know, fear. Actually, I I say to people you don't do anything based on fear. Right. It's either going to whatever you're going to do or being forced to do or look at, look at doing or choice you're going to make is based on it's going to reduce down to fear or faith, fear or love, fear or and if it bases down to fear and we're then driven to act quickly or act out of anxiety or be provoked because everybody else is doing it or we're forced to do something. Um, or even mandated to do it by some law, they've just reversed. Which you want
1: to check out because it may not be that way.
0: Yeah, they may just be lying they to you about the law. Show me the law. I forgot me. to
1: tell you. Oh, you, oh, that's right. You do have a philosophical exemption. You do have religious exemption. Yeah. Because now in, I don't know how many states, but Montana, for example, you cannot have your child in a licensed daycare without Full vaccinations up to date And you cannot be a caretaker there Without the adults being the same So they already have you So that you probably don't have to Use your religious exemption By the time you get to grade school and high school Because they already got you And so so where did we let that Get get through And Margie, I, I totally agree with you On the fear and faith However, I have found in my own life That God has given us fear As a good thing to save our lives many times In that If I hadn't been fearful for my girls that day and I hadn't reacted out of faith, get out of that pool right now. No questions asked. They got out just as he was. I mean, their toes were coming out of the water as he would have been throwing it on them in this small pool. There are times that it's all right because fear can save your life. It's not all totally negative. Maybe there's a different word for that. I think it's it's being obedient to the
0: warning of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. There are many things that are dangerous. No we're not just gonna say, Well, nothing's gonna to touch me and I don't have to obey and I can I got God and he's gonna I to... I'm talking about obeying. If you're obeying God out of out of obedience, out of right. faith and trust in him, right. He may be warning you about something that is dangerous or deadly. But I but I think a lot of times people will act out of you know, they'll just they'll just be you know intimidated everybody else is doing it i can't say no i can't stand up for myself i hear i'm not talking about the actual what you're talking about the imperative right now these dumping the chloride in the water obviously you know that is a that's a a survival reaction you know right
1: rather than fearing oh what will they i mean i'm I'm not saying don't
0: fear a grizzly bear that's standing in front of you
1: (laughs) (laughs) but you're gonna have to trust god you know whatever, however you're going to get I out of that. I just like to make that plain because I'm such a literal, literal person yeah. that I thought, Oh no, fear is not of God, but we are to fear God. we well, yeah, Of, course. To, re- of course, to respect him. And that is part of this training of our children in such a gentle, loving way mm-hmm. is respect and honor. You know, all this that's going on with the flag right now and the mm-hmm. anthem, because they look up to our sports, Uh, heroes and Mm -hmm. such like that, but we have to train them at home and we have to teach them why it's important, why it's okay to stand up, even if it might seem fearful Mm -hmm. that we do what is right. And there's even groups now that where um, men are coming in and they are helping boys in inner city and different places. And we need this right in our own Christian schools of how to wear a tie, how to be respectful, how to be courteous. What is the good etiquette? Because you know what? I have three grandsons and they love being courteous. Mm -hmm. They love being respectful and they're like little sponges. They just want to learn. But if they're around these other people who talk in your friends that talk with bad language and they do these things they shouldn't be doing and they're sitting in front of them drinking, what do you think those kids think is okay? And how do you think they're going to grow up? That is, do we want our life that we've had for our kids
0: or do we want something different? Well, you know, the thing is, too, and, and the, the exampling or the modeling isn't just in the people. It's in what they watch on yeah. um, the television. Very, very common, you know, the, all the shows and the even PG-13 is filled with violence Pain. and scenes of of disrespect and, you know, unclean things. Right. And so it's not just, you know, I mean, whatever our eyes are looking upon, that's what we pick up. And it's admirable to see a child who's willing to stand up for you know, what they believe to be true. And And many do. Yeah. And it's interesting, too. And I don't want to make this political, but and I won't except it to just draw an attention to the hypocrisy that we have going on in our systems where we give special rights and privileges to people who demand them at the expense of other people's rights. I mean, some people we have to take moments. We make special prayer rooms for them in our schools and special bathrooms for
1: other ones. And what happens to the little normal children? Or the children that do want to pray to have something Christian, that that's not okay, no, that you can't do that. It's just, just just suffice it to say, this is
0: hypocr- hypocrisy. This is not being Double overlooked standard. by God. And don't be ashamed, Paul says, don't be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, the gospel isn't just 24 hours preaching some Bible verse. The gospel of Jesus Christ is standing up for righteousness and truth, and that includes health and, and the way God is intended for things to be, and that includes the things you wear and put on your body and put in your, uh, your, your smell, and, and, and it's,
1: it's just right living all the way around. So, the fun part's going to be, Margie, sharing recipes for your own personal care, giving you ideas, having recipes for food, fun food for the kids, kids, mm-hmm. things they'll love. They won't even know that it's health food. And when it comes to playtime, more of the progressive, uh, Areas where children play, they're going to wood, they're going to earth, they're going to real God-given material mm-hmm. rather than yeah. plastic. Mm-hmm. There's a, a new place in Bozeman that there is no plastic in the daycare or the school, that they're actually using real material. How cool is that? Teaching our children whether at home or in school, how to grow gardens, how -hmm. to have food, how much food you can grow in a small place. They love that. They love learning how to sprout and making smoothies. They're the ones doing it for their parents when I'm teaching (laughs) these classes at school and they get so excited. And then mom and dad maybe start doing healthier things. So truly a gift, truly effort on a daily basis having a routine a rhythm mm-hmm. um, on our part and you know what once you start doing that Margie it you feel better yeah. and you get energy to mm-hmm. do more okay kids let's go throw the basketball let's get involved let's let's do things maybe we're gonna sit down maybe maybe it's one of those things where you have an art time or a creative time it depends on your kids and boys and girls they're all different but learning their little personalities and helping them develop those gifts and talents and that takes Mm -hmm. giving the body real food real ingredients so that the mind can be of mental health physical health emotional health
0: and real rest i think that when we're walking in the spirit and being obedient to the way we were created by god being in uh, you know respecting our own bodies and congruent with and in sync with and in agreement with how god created us you know, the day of rest, eating the herbs and the, and the foods that he's given us particularly. Um, And, and as you said, spending the time with your children um, on the things that are important, most precious and important, not the urgent, but the Mm important. And, and right that you yourself will begin to feel better about yourself and you won't be as drug out and tired, even though maybe some of this stuff looks on the, on the surface, like it requires more time or attention or, deliberate you know preparation of food whatnot but ultimately you'll have a peace within you and that peace gives strength it gives energy it it, it doesn't pull you away from and the children yeah there's anxiety takes a lot of energy okay. anger takes it burns up a lot of energy um inflammation which is you know basically swallowed um anger bitterness Inflammation is coming out of injustices, believe it or it's not. It's
1: like the fire. It's like the fire so of the burns, liver or yep, the yep, nerves are exactly. on fire.
0: And everybody says, oh, everybody Too has hot. inflammation. But that that's burning up your life, uh, the inflammation, because of an injustice. Think about that a little bit, people. This is your food for thought on my end of the deal today, is that can't lose weight. They're actually stuck in their sleep patterns. They, they, they can't engage in life because of an inflammation and at the root of that inflammation is an injustice. And at the, at what the the remedy for an injustice is to forgive them and to turn it over to God, let God be the judge and then see your body come back to health. Because a lot of people don't understand why they can't just do all this stuff we're talking about. And they still don't feel better, but you have to get to the roots and the roots maybe, you know, in your own life, what is the lie you're believing that allows you to um, be passively agreeing with some of these very bad practices, you know, you're passively allowing your children to be put through this and that. You're not standing up. Why? Well, because you're afraid. You're What are you afraid of? Well, maybe you're afraid of what people think or that you're going to be rejected or whatever. So we're just asking you to um, step up to the plate for your own sake and for the sake of your children.
1: And uh, so step up to the plate. Here's one thing, Margie, that was at the beginning of my notes is is so important that we forgive, that husbands and wives forgive each other, that single people forgive their the other parent, that we teach our children by example how to forgive, and how to forgive our children, how children forgive each other. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that we allow it to go on. It doesn't mean we allow right. abuse, mm-hmm. but it does. And we we have God have a holy line there because we respect ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're valuable, and so and
0: this is true. Um, in in real-life stories, which we can give you, which we probably don't have time to give a lot, but in, in, when there's a, an, an unjust or an unjust situation going on within a child's life, maybe they're being bullied at school, um, and this is a big one, or they're being poked fun of a, the, with all the social media, it only takes moments before children can be totally crushed by pictures that are put out there or words that are said, at kind of nothing new. But if you teach your child, or maybe they have a coach, that's really being um, unfair, totally, you know, obviously having playing favorites and maybe your child is really very talented uh, and their people are jealous of them, or maybe your child is very um, well-liked or is a God-given leader and the enemy is trying to put them down and make them feel paranoid or uh, separation anxiety or fear or whatever. Or too much pressure. Too much pressure, right. Or they have to be perfect or perform. You, you have to recognize that if the child needs to forgive that, person or, or group of people, that that is for their health. That what that means is you, you teach that child to say, you know what? This is a test. This is a test I'm in to see. God wants not to see what uh, he's made me of because he already knows, but and not he's, for me. to. But, he's but, molding. But the enemy is testing me to see if he can break me. And so I'm going to turn all these crimes committed against me, all this bullying, all these mean words all these curses, all these, this mockery, this laughter, this ridicule, I'm turning it over to my heavenly father. This is what forgiveness means. I release that person from my judgment. I turn it over to, to God. Let God be the judge of that person, not me. Cause if I judge them, the devil's going to judge me for judging them and I'll be in more trouble. And so you let God be the judge. And then you say, Lord, I choose by an act of my will. You don't have to feel like forgiving them. This is a trick. Satan makes us think we have to, feel like we're forgiven no I'm just an act of obedience I don't feel like doing my dishes every day but I do them and they get done it's not a feeling guys it's not based on a feeling it's based on an act of obedience I'm going to choose to release that person and the crimes they committed against me because they are also under the influence of any number of evil spirits je- je- uh, jealousy or fear bullying whatnot angered themselves And so you let God sort that all out and you then ask the Lord, ask the high court of heaven, say, God, now all I want is the restoration of justice and God is the God of justice. So I just want my reputation back. I want my opportunities back. I want my, you know, uh, whatever is my opportunity to play the game or to, you know, get the grade or to uh, pursue my life. I just want that back. And so you will watch. And I've seen this in, in, in our own personal lives, how this, it comes around after a while. Maybe they're tried and tested for a, a season. And yet if they will continue to forgive and you as a parent will coach them, keep them, you know, keep those accounts short so that they're not building up this guilt and resentment. Because then when you're feeling angry on the one side of the torture rack, you're also feeling guilty on the other side because you're you're holding the grudges and then it becomes resentment. Then you, you're kind of like in this this torture rack of of um, anger Being pulled. and guilt so you just say, God, here, here's the deal. So again, keys to health and healing. And so, Karen,
1: I, is there anything else you want to do to kind of wrap this up for the day? It's very important that parents are listening to their children. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes parents overreact and they're too protective and they don't yeah, let true, true. the coaches do what they need to do. And guess what? Not everybody wins. Not everybody <laughs> needs to have a trophy. There are, in, in life, There's winning and losing, and it's good to learn that tough lesson. However, I'm going to speak more to the parents today that aren't listening and the ones that don't even know what tests are going on at school or that the kids are being bullied or whatever their pressures are because their little world is very important. And guess what? Right now, it's as important or more important, actually, than your world. So you need to be listening. And if it is going too far, then ask God, And and step in for them, because there's times kids are like, Mm -hmm. you know what, you didn't even care. You weren't even there for me Mm -hmm. or you didn't attend. Um, You didn't attend my game. Yeah. Um, They didn't even know. So you see a lot of that, too, Margie. And so crying out to the parents and the grandparents. And if they aren't there, it's the aunts and the uncles and the cousins. Family Mm -hmm. is so important friends that are family, community, because that's what's going to take to not only thrive, to survive. We'll be communities now coming together, working together and growing their food and the things that they need to do. So some of the top things that I would like to mention today is that it's okay to have a movie. It's okay sure. to make popcorn and that have it as that's what you look forward to. Kids love having chores, even though it doesn't sound like it. That's not what you're hearing. Uh-huh. They're rebelling. And guess what? You got to see it through that yes. it actually is clean or actually is put away. But wow, they love a system because it gives them satisfaction function yeah. and it sets up for everyone to mm-hmm. be successful. The thing is that I learned from Dr. Dobson many years ago was that when we do have the right kind of discipline, even gentle and guidelines um, and firm is that it gives a child security and it really gives them security when they're involved in the family. Oh, my job is to set the table tonight. Even little ones are really good. Oh, it's my turn to help with the smoothie this morning and different things that they're involved with with as mom and dad also it's not just dumping it on them but being a part of it Mm -hmm. so with that a routine a rhythm of giving your children really good vitamins every day because besides real food even us adults we can't get enough of what we need just in our food i've tried it Uh the last 35 years i've done it every which way whether it was raw sprouting juicing Mm -hmm. And with the soil lacking, we need additional minerals because of everything mm-hmm. that's in our environment, whether we see it or not, Margie. And so, the best children's vitamins that I have found mm-hmm. through the last 35 years and working with thousands of companies is Nature's Sunshines, and they're called Sunshine Heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, They can go to your website, Mm liferecovery.com, click on the button, or they can go to liferecovery.mynsp.com. That is liferecovery.mynsp.com. And the Sunshine Heroes, you have your multi that has Mm -hmm. close to 14 fruits and vegetables, elderberry for their little respiratory health and immune system, Mm -hmm. omega, for their brain and their nervous system. Did you know omegas, when tested through with all the drugs, omega fish oils are the most effective every time for depression? You mm-hmm. can find that at drugawareness.org. And uh, it's very important that we and I might have to correct myself, it might be drugawareness.com, but they do the studies on the drugs, mm-hmm. and they have the awareness there, because did you know now in the schools, even in South Dakota, I found out recently, the kids don't even have to go to the nurse's office anymore for their drugs. The nurse comes into the classroom oh. in the morning with the cups of pills and puts oh. them on the desks for the children. Our children are so psyched out on psychotic drugs, Margie, we don't even sometimes know our real little person. Well, and not only that, but our
0: little person is also interacting with those little persons who are so psyched out and so psychotic, and, and it's just a very dangerous world for them. So the more you can provide safety in the home, in the, in your own, under your own power, and roof is better, is important, is essential. By the way, those nature sunshine, I have to say um, I believe in them because I buy them for our grandkids Every one of them gets those. That's
1: and, um, wonderful, Margie.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's a little way grandma can help, you know. Yes, it's
1: <laughs> so great. And that calcium, for example, yeah. we know calcium for the bones and magnesium. Did you know that your nervous system requires magnesium and calcium to be calm? If your child's having nightmares, if mm. they are a worry wart, like one of the parents, or you're like, where did they get this? And they cry easily, they're mainly that they're whiny and clingy, they're lacking in minerals, mainly calcium and magnesium. And yes, there are the spiritual aspects, but now I'm just speaking from human physical Mm -hmm. level of our needs to take care of this wonderful vehicle God's given us temporarily to carry our spirits when we know the Lord. And the thing is, is that Uh, besides the omega and the calcium, there's probiotics for their little healthy gut and enzymes. And when they do these things, I have a young man in Montana that he, from the time of birth has been in and out of the hospital with respiratory issues and every year pneumonia and respiratory problems. And they uh, live close to me. So one day they were interested and we talked and, began on the children's multiple the Mm -hmm. elderberry and uh just they just started with two a couple of them and now they've added a couple and since that time this little guy not only has it been years and he's been growing has not had one trip to the hospital even though he did get the cold uh they'd been on a trip but um That's why we do what we do, Margie. Mm -hmm. It's not about selling. It's not that you have to think like we think. It's not, it's not about.
0: It's wisdom. It's It's about wisdom. It's
1: about helping people. It's about just knowing what those little bodies and minds Mm -hmm. need, because you know what? They are our future. Mm -hmm. They are the leaders of tomorrow and the way that it's going I don't know what kind of world we're going to have, because Mm -hmm. if you have not seen the movie Vaxxed, please see it. It's V-A-X-X-E-D. And it is being streamlined vaccination. It is Hey, be aware. And if it keeps going the way it is, by 2030, one in two children will be autistic and 80% of them will be boys. What kind of world is that? And all these children that are suffering, the families suffer. Mm -hmm. And we will implode. And that is why we have to get smart that the pharmaceutical and Mm -hmm. the FDA do not have our best interest at heart. Mm -hmm. And being on medication is not how God designed us. Not that it can't help an emergency. Not that it is not a temporary Band-Aid but we weren't designed to live on chemicals and. Yeah. Well, you know, I know that we're running out of time here,
0: but there's, uh, we, we've kind of covered a ton of things today. We're just getting started. And, um, I know there's a lot, so you might want to listen or re-listen to this program. And we do apologize this morning for, uh, getting a little delay on this. It was kind of a spiritual battle to get this up and running. So, and there's tons more and Karen herself, um, it has a website, and, or a, I'm sorry, sure you have a contact information,
1: what would that be? You can go to loveforherbs.com, and that is love, the number four, herbs, plural. So L-O-V-E, the number four, H-E-R-B-S.com. The email is love, the number four, herbs, at AOL.com. Even though people laugh at that, it's just been there for so long. And my phone number, you can text, you can message, you can Facebook. It is 406-570-3941. That is 406-570-3941. We will answer your questions to the best of our ability. We have a lot of resources. Keep in mind, I'm not a doctor, but I am an herbalist. So I'm right next to a farmer A bottle washer and a cook. (laughs) We love God's real food.
0: Amen. Well, you know, and Karen is uh, in this area for uh, some time, and she does also do consults. So if you have any questions specifically for yourself or your child or health conditions, uh, she's an awesome resource, been at this for tons of years and um, highly recommended. So again, um, uh, share this program with whoever you will, and the Lord willing... um, We'll be back next Tuesday with another um, uh, keeping our children safe and knowing what to do to keep our own Thank you so much, Margie. Thank you for having me. And God bless you all. May the Lord bless us. Father God, we pray for divine wisdom and understanding and strength, joy, and energy to apply the truth to our situation so we can walk in your freedom. And we give you praise for this day in Jesus' name. Amen.
2: a war for your soul.